Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Wednesday, April 6, 2022. Okay, we'll take a look at uh, what went on with the markets today. We have earnings season coming up. Uh, increased sanctions against Russia that may now lead to Russia defaulting on its foreign debt. That could affect them for the next 10 to 20 years, regardless of what happens. Uh, we got some uh, news from the Federal Reserve. Uh, looks like they might be beginning to look to decrease the money supply uh, and also raise interest rates a half a percent at a time. So we'll take a look at what might be happening there. Uh, let's see, the Securities and Exchange Commission wants to regulate uh, swap execution facilities, those are known as uh, SEFs. Uh, so I'll give you a brief explanation of what those are. And like most days, we have stocks in the news. Okay, the markets were down slightly today. The uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average down 0.42%. Uh, S&P 500 down 0.97%. NASDAQ Composite down a little bit more, down 2.22%. Okay, we're, we're now getting close to earnings season. So uh, basically what happens there, if, you, if a company is publicly traded, that means it's ownership share, stocks trade on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange or the electronic trading system NASDAQ, uh, they have to release their financial numbers every three months. Most companies operate under a calendar year. So the first quarter just ended last Thursday, March 31st. It takes the company's accountants about two to five weeks to get the numbers uh, put together. Uh, so we should next week begin to see the first companies beginning to report. Those will most likely be the banks. Uh, banks' uh, financials are a little bit more straightforward to put together. So we uh, should start seeing earnings season. The market's going to you know, um, look at this uh, closely. Basically, what are sales numbers coming in versus expectations, as well as previous quarters? Uh, what do the profit numbers look like? And what comments are the companies making about the upcoming quarter and the rest of the year? Okay, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that. All right, so what else? Um, okay, so uh, basically it was announced today that increased sanctions are being placed against Russia, including uh, President Vladimir Putin's daughters, uh, his two daughters. Apparently, there's some feeling that he may be trying to hide assets among family members. Uh, the, the main thing with this is the United States and, and its, our allies, Western allies, we're beginning now to take further steps to cut off the Russian banking system from the uh, world and Western financial markets. Uh, we've been taking some steps with that, and we're now increasing it. Uh, bottom line, uh, this is really going to start hurting Russia. I mentioned on previous sessions, these sanctions take some time to really take effect, and that April will be the month that probably even the average Russian citizen is going to really begin seeing things getting difficult. Uh, I, I just saw an estimate that by the end of April, the Russian economy will have wiped out its last 15 years of growth, uh, and that it could take them upwards of five to eight years to, to recover, even if everything stopped immediately, which is no indication that it will. Uh, the thing is, though, Russia is uh, not going to be able to access a lot of its money. 
Russia has about $40 billion that it owes in foreign debt, and it has a payment coming up soon. It's in the 100, I think, $120 million range. It might even be higher, $170 million. Uh, basically, uh, they're either not going to be able to pay that, or they may attempt to pay it in rubles. And the Western uh, countries and banks that they owe the money to have, have flat out said, if Russia tries to pay this in rubles, we are considering it to be in default. Uh, it'd be like trying to make a car loan, like with, I don't know, monopoly money or something, and you know, you don't, a lender doesn't want to accept that. I mean, it's obviously rubles, not monopoly money, but kind of the same principle. Uh, so anyway, uh, if Russia ends up defaulting and missing that debt payment, they have a 30-day moratorium to still make the payment before they would be considered to be in default, but there's a loophole in that. If the lenders believe Russia has no intention of making these payments, then they could be declared in default immediately. If a government defaults on its debt, uh, its interest rates for further loans would go way, way up. Even if everything stopped in Ukraine you know, tomorrow and the sanctions were lifted, it, Russia would be paying crushing interest rates probably for the next 10 to 20 years if it could even get the loans. You know, countries need a lot of these loans to build roads, bridges, and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll have to continue to see what happens there. But Russia is now being effectively cut off from the world banks, uh, the world uh, financial transaction systems. And, uh, you know, I, I'd seen uh, some talk that maybe they'd just go to China. China does not have a financial system anywhere near capable uh, of handling uh, what Russia would lose from the West. So it's just not, beyond, it's beyond China's capability. So anyway, keep an eye on that. There's quite a bit that can happen there. All right, Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve, uh, just a quick summary. Central banking system of the United States answers to Congress, established 1913, told by Congress to do three things, keep the economy of the United States growing as quickly as possible, making sure everybody in this country that wants a job has one at the level they are trained for, commensurate pay, and keep inflation under control, inflation continuous rise in prices. In very simple terms, when the Federal Reserve's main focus is on growing the economy and providing jobs, it lowers interest rates and increases the amount of money in circulation. When it increases money in circulation, the Federal Reserve, excuse me, the banks, then have more money to lend, 70% of the U.S. economy's consumer spending. Uh, and that's what the Federal Reserve has been doing since March of 2020 with the COVID shutdown. It, it, it lowered interest rates effectively to zero, what banks could borrow from the Fed, and it's been pumping $750 billion a month into the economy. It's called quantitative easing. Uh, but now what we're seeing, if it's that easy, why doesn't the Fed just do that all the time? You know, increase the money supply and lower interest rates. Well, if it does it too much for too long, it begins bringing back inflation. Problem with inflation is once it gets into an economy, it's hard to get out, creates all kinds of problems. Um, it, it basically, banks begin raising interest rates on loans to cover expected inflation. Individuals don't want to invest you know, their money because what's it going to be worth in the future? Businesses don't want to invest for the future for the same reason. Uh, the stock market tends to start going down. People sell stocks to buy bonds. Bonds are loans to governments or corporations uh, you know, as interest rates go up. And it, it creates a problem with household wealth because a lot of people's uh, retirement accounts, 401ks or whatever, are invested in mutual funds based on the stock market. So 
Anyway, inflation creates all kinds of problems. So when the Federal Reserve's main focus switches to inflation, battling inflation, it does everything in reverse. It begins raising interest rates and decreasing uh, the money supply. As new loans are as loans are paid off, new ones are not going to be made. All right. So the Federal Reserve, uh, at first, when we start seeing the higher inflation in the middle of last year. They used the word transitory. They thought it was related to a sudden reopening of the U.S. and world economies, you know, as the COVID shutdown began to ease up some. And they also thought it had to do with supply chain issues, worker shortages. And some of that definitely contributed. But now we're continuing to see high, high inflation. The feeling among the Federal Reserve is some of this may not be transitory. It may be more long-term inflation. So the Federal Reserve has indicated to the financial markets it's going to begin uh, raising interest rates perhaps three times this year. Uh, and the indication was initially, the feeling was with the markets, it'd be a quarter percent at a time. Well, this uh, meeting notes that were released today from the March meeting of the Federal Reserve, now it looks like they might be looking to do it a half a percentage point at a time. Uh, that's known as 50 basis points, if you ever hear that term. Uh, what, what a basis point is, is one one hundredth of a percent. So if 100 basis points is 1%, 50 basis points, half a percent. All right, so anyway. Uh, but it looks like they might be uh, looking to raise interest rates a half a percent at a time. And the Federal Reserve indicated they will now possibly be shrinking the money supply by $95 billion a month, most likely beginning in May. All right, so the market is adjusting to this news, but we'll keep an eye on that uh, and see what happens with the Fed going forward. All right, so we have that. What else do we have? Securities and Exchange Commission. So they want to start regulating uh, swap execution facilities, SES. Uh, probably a lot of people, I'm guessing even a lot of stockbrokers uh, haven't heard uh, what these are. They're, they're kind of obscure, but it's actually a big market. Uh, it, it can be very complex. It's not really like one definition what they are, but what, what an SEF is or swap execution facility. It's an electronic trading platform that allows institutions to buy and sell swaps. Okay, well, what's a swap? It's a contract that two parties exchange cash flow from different financial instruments or liabilities. Well, here's what that means. Let's say you have you own an investment that's going to pay you interest every single month, okay? But another institution has an investment that'll just pay every six months, but you know a little bit higher interest. Well, depending on each financial firm's um, situation, they may decide just to swap that. Or give me yours with the twice a year payments, and I'll give you mine with the uh, smaller payments each month. That 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 is a simple example how that might work. Uh, or it also is used to reset what are called cost basis, the time you actually bought it, sold it. Uh, there's a lot more they do with these things. They have interest rate swaps. They have equity swaps with stocks. But anyway, it's not really that regulated a market. The reason is that it's considered private transactions between institutions and individuals. Like I don't know if you guys know this, but... If you own 100 shares, I'll say, of you know, Disney stock, and you actually have the certificate, you can sell it to anybody you want. You got a neighbor wants to buy the stock, fine. You, you work out whatever price you want to sell it to them for, whatever method of payment you're willing to accept. You flip the certificate over and sign the back of it. 
uh, like a car title, hand it to them. It's their stock now. They can deposit it in their brokerage account, whatever, uh, have a new certificate issued in their name. That's called a fourth um, market transaction, and that's considered a private transaction between individuals, so there's no real government regulation on that. Uh, but it, that's what these things are. They're considered like more or less private, uh, but they're because they're institutions and they're really big, the SEC feels that maybe they should be regulating this. So you may hear a little more about it. I, I just gave you a very general in, uh, explanation of what a swap execution facility is. It can be a pretty complex area of the financial markets. But anyway, all right, so keep an eye out for that. And finally, today we have some stocks in the news. All right, what do we got going on here? Uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter's been um, up quite a bit uh, in the last few days on the announcement that Elon Musk was taking a, a big stake in Twitter. Uh, I think they were down a little bit today. Uh, Twitter stock trading symbol, TWTR, Tom William, Tom Robert. Let's uh, see what we got here. Uh, yeah, to give you an idea, a few days ago, um, last Friday, uh, Twitter, well, they closed the day Thursday around $39 a share. They shot right up to about $49 a share in the Elon Musk news. So, you know, about 25% increase. Uh, and since then, today they were down half a percent to $50.77 a share. So we did uh, have that. Keep an eye on Twitter. Oh, yeah, also WWE. Uh, last weekend, we had WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday evening, and we had the Grammy Awards on Sunday evening. So WrestleMania actually did really well. They had um, a, a big attendance over two days, 156,000. Said they got the highest revenues they've ever had from a WrestleMania, and the stock was up 2.7% on that news, WWE trades under the symbol WWE. Uh, stock has pulled back some over the last few days. Uh, did hit uh, $63, about 63 even. No, they hit a little bit higher than that, $63.27 a share. Uh, yesterday, pulled back now to $61.78. So, uh, all right, but anyway, um, so keep an eye on that, uh, WrestleMania. That stock hasn't been doing too much lately but something to keep an eye on. So WrestleMania seemed to be a big success. Um, the Grammys had basically record low ratings, uh, just slightly up from last year where they didn't have an audience. Uh, the Academy Awards actually got a pop from last year, but all these award shows ratings are way down. Uh, Grammys were doing 40 million viewers just like four or five years ago, about 8.8 .8 million, and the Academy Awards are down also. Just award shows in general seem to be down. Um, but anyway, so what, yeah, we had WrestleMania this week and we had uh, this weekend and also we had uh, the Academy Award, excuse me, the uh, uh, Grammy Awards, sorry. Then the previous week, of course, we had the Academy Awards, which I guess was WrestleMania and an award show combined. So anyway, all right. So anyway, uh, we had Twitter news, uh, a couple more here. Um, Eli Lilly, uh, pharmaceutical drug stock, uh, they were up quite a bit today, I think 4.5%. Uh, basically, what we had, Morgan Stanley has named them, the big brokerage firm Morgan Stanley has named them as a top pick. So let's see what we got going on here with Eli Lilly. Give me a second here. Get it right up. Hold on. Uh, LLY is their symbol. Give me a second here. I just had a... Little issue with my stock reader here. 
Yeah, uh, they were up um, $13.35 a share to $305 a share. And I'll give you one more here. We'll wrap things up. Uh, Tilray, a company you may or may not have ever heard of. Medical marijuana company. I believe they're based out of New York City, but they have facilities in a bunch of places. Uh, Tilray got a pop today. Let's see what was their reason. Uh Tilray, oh, we got one other to talk about also. Yeah, uh, rose 3.1% after reporting an unexpected profit in its last quarter. So they, they actually got their numbers out. Of course, they may not have ended their year on March 31st either. Uh, they may have ended it their year at the end of February. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for Tilray. Let me get their trading symbol for you here. Yeah, we got, uh, hold on. Tilray. Yeah, they're um, T-L-R-Y, uh, Tom, Larry, Robert, Yellow. Uh, and also, last one today, I'm sure we're going to be seeing more of this. Uh, Intel, I-N-T-C, Ida, Nancy, Tom, Charlie, says they fell 1.2% after they announced they are now suspending all operations in Russia. So, uh, probably see more of that going on. All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Bill Thompson, T-Bill, hope everyone's doing well. Talk to you again soon. Take care. See ya. 